That was our last break of the day, everybody. It was a great show. Got a mm-hmm. good time. Yeah, interesting Wednesday. Learn how to play a white man and everything. That's right. They play the white man. White yeah. lady might lose her job in Atlanta. Yeah. 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 You know something, man. Let me let me let I me, gotta get this me. book from Mary L. Trump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah you want I already that. believe everything. Me too. But you me know too. what, y'all? Listen to this. Book or no book. Go ahead. The president's gonna try to block the publishers on the book anyway. So here's my remarks. I have decided to no longer try not to act surprised by the actions of this president. And I'm gonna tell you why I decided to no longer try to act surprised. Because I refuse to accept this as the norm. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna let him make all these lies and this racial rhetoric and this bigotry and supporting white supremacists and have all these militia groups and uh, hate groups think that they got a man in the White House, and I'm going to sit here and act like it's the norm and it's okay, because I'm not going to do that. I'm going to continue to speak up about it. I'm going to continue to be shocked and appalled at what he's doing and saying. And I'm going to continue to be amazed at the sheer number of people who are going along with this. This is a very, very trying time we're going through. 2020 opened up with some devastating news, man. I mean, Kobe, the loss of Kobe Bryant shook and rocked the world, especially for so many people, man. This dude was iconic. And after that, it just started trickling and trickling and trickling. You doubled that down with this COVID. And now all of a sudden, man, the COVID is here, Kobe's gone, and now we're sitting at home watching them murder two black men on tape, on tape. And so everybody had a chance to see it. Not one time during this entire time did the president of this United States say one word to calm the unrest. Not one time did he speak up on behalf of those black men. Not with any significant meaning. You know, the condolences go out to the George Floyd family. So he called his brother, George Floyd's brother, and it was all because they told him it was a thing to do. And even his brother felt like it wasn't a really sincere phone call. But right after that, his actions didn't reflect a sincere phone call at all. Because now all of a sudden, man, he backs every police officer. See, and every police officer doesn't deserve backing. Every police officer doesn't deserve slamming. Every police officer doesn't deserve to be bashed. But certainly all of them don't deserve to be praised because it has continued. Even after that, there's still brutality against black people. He has said nothing to make the oppressed and the downtrodden feel better. Then he turns around and he keeps on digging the knife in. He gets mad at NASCAR for banning the Confederate flag. Then when forced to ask about it, he says he doesn't have a position on it. Now he's got this brand new press secretary, this new lady, who won't be there long because she's going to leave like all the rest of them because it's just when you have to lie every single day and now people are in your social media feed calling you a liar and everything, you have to deal with that. And so far, 
a bunch of people have had to let that go. I'm not going to let this man just lie to me every day and act like it's the norm. It's not, y'all. And let me tell you something, how big black lives really do matter. We're going to show how much our lives matter. We're going to show it at the polls. Black people, if you go and vote, you will send a message that they've never seen before. I'm telling you, man, somebody sent out a thing about how many uh, African-Americans didn't vote in, in Michigan, in Wisconsin, in Pennsylvania, and in Georgia and another state. It was over a million people. In some of these states where 200-some thousand blacks didn't vote, he won the election by 30,000, 60,000, 300,000 didn't vote, won it by 60,000, so forth and so on. Had we voted, we wouldn't be in this position today. So in November, I want to send a message to Washington, D.C. I want to send a message to every senator, to every congressperson, to every judge, to every city official, that black lives matter so much because their vote matters as much. If we vote, why do you think, people, that everybody touts and, 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 and covets the black vote? Biden's whole campaign was in trouble and to Claiborne rescued him in the Carolinas. Rescued him. If them blacks hadn't showed up in the Carolinas, man, Joe Biden was in trouble and he knew it and he knows it. And they all just get just enough to get by. Them days is done. We're going to the polls in November. We're going to remove Donald Trump. We're going to the polls in November, and we're going to remove these senators, like this lady down in Atlanta, who thinks that uh, that 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 they shouldn't have the right to wear these black women's names on their shirt because it's a political statement. Now the political statement gonna get made in November. You're gonna be out of work with Donald Trump. I'm gonna get everybody I know to them polls. Amen, brother. That's how Black Lives Matter then. I bet. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 